Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Kidpreneurs in Action. I'm Auntie Nicole. We're so happy you could join us this evening as we explore the inspiring world of children in business. This episode, we will feature a young entrepreneur out of Kingston, Jamaica, who is the sole trader of two businesses. They are Sips by Rod, a tea business, and Kitty Coding, a children's coding workshop. Her name is Amanda Rodriguez. She's 17 years old. And before we get started and hear about Amanda's foray into entrepreneurship, let us tell you a little bit about ourselves and how our podcast got started. Hi guys, I'm Auntie Avril and I'm the proud mother of Ariane, my seven-year-old daughter who is a kidpreneur and an author. Ariane has her own line of merchandise called Child of the King. She also has a book entitled God Made You Special. Her business began when her friend was told that her skin wasn't pretty. Really sad story. But Ariane decided to make her friend feel better with what she knew. And she came to me and she was like, Mommy, I'd love to start a business. I want to make merch to remind kids that they are special. And then earlier this year, she came with the idea that she wanted to open windows to the world by doing a book. God made you special. And so we did just that. Uh, Nicole and I, I've learned so much from Ariane's business that Nicole and I decided to start this podcast to share our experience as mompreneurs with you. We want to help other parents like us with kids in business or with children who have the desire to start a business to get much information as possible to get up and running. I'm a mother of two kidpreneurs. My son is Gray, he's seven years old, and my daughter is Summer Day, she is five years old. Both my kids have a cookie business called Young's Happy Cookies, which started last year during the pandemic. They bake cookies for any occasion. They're also on Instagram with their handle being at yums, Y-U-M-Z dot happy cookies. They also have a website, www.yumskids.com. After their business got started, I wrote a book entitled An Introduction to Kidpreneurship, A Parent's Guide. Top 10 Tips for Aspiring Kidpreneurs by Nicole Horton Wright. My book is available on Amazon and it is aimed at children between the ages of 5 and 11 years old. It is really a very simple workbook for kids to start learning about entrepreneurship in a fun and creative way. Throughout the podcast, I will share with you some tips from the book as well as useful information on entrepreneurship that can assist you and your children in business. Each week, we will also feature a kidpreneur in action to hear about their journey, what they have learned to make their business better, and what challenges they faced along the way. Today, we are speaking with Amanda Rodriguez, a 17-year-old from Kingston, Jamaica. And Amanda is a sole trader of two locally-based businesses, Sips by Rod, which is an organic loose leaf tea business selling original blends, and Kitty Coding, a business targeted at kids who are interested in excelling in mathematics and computer programming. This inspirational young lady is here with us, and I cannot wait to hear her story. Welcome to our podcast, Amanda. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> we are so excited to have you. Thanks for joining us. So we want to hear so much about this, these two businesses of yours. Let's start first with your Sips by Rod 
business. Tell us about how it all got started. All right, so Sips by Rod was initially just a thought I had in the shower. You know those thoughts that you have because I've always been interested in tea. Tea for me, drinking tea has always been an experience. It has been something that can drastically change your mood from sad to happy, happy to relax to whatnot. Tea for me was something that is more than just a tea bag. It's, it's, it's inspirational and it is life-changing in its own way. And so I thought, hmm, why don't I start a tea business? But not just any tea business. I wanted the tea to be affordable while still maintaining its high quality. Because if you see a lot of these tea businesses, it's very expensive to buy the tea. So buying tea almost seems like a luxury instead of what I consider as an essential human need. So, corn sips by rod, organic loose leaf tea made by yours truly, blended in Jamaica, our beautiful island, and high quality for a great price. Oh, awesome, I love it. So tell us about the different blends that you make. All right, so I currently have three blends available. I have crisis control, which sounds exactly as it is. It's for the crisis. That one was born after we had mid-year exams at school because I'm obviously still in high school. And well, something needed to control that crisis. <laughs> so then we born crisis control. Um, there's Blow's Kiss, which is personally my favorite. That one's just for a nice summer island vibe. It's it makes you feel happy, it makes you feel calm, and it's just something to sip um, while you're on the balcony. And then there is Bedtime Buzz, which is probably my dad's favorite, actually. And it does exactly what it says. It will put you right to sleep. So for oh, the insomniacs or anyone else, Bedtime Buzz. Oh, I love it. I love it. So what inspires you to come up with the blend? I know you're an avid reader. Literature mm -hmm. is your thing, right? What inspires Is it your book? Is it a particular you know, moment, experience, and then you say, well, I'm going to make a tea for this. How does it all come about? So inspiration can strike anywhere because I'm not only a reader, but I'm also a writer. So what that means is that I am constantly drawing from experiences, whether it be on the, in the car on Manning's Hill Road or a book that I just read called Musical Youth, or it could be just a plant outside. Inspiration is everywhere. So actually, we have a new blend that is coming out today called In Nearby Bushes, and that was based off of, well, news headlines, as well as a book titled In Nearby Bushes by Kai Miller. Kai, so, yes, I love that book, uh-huh. Right? So inspiration is all around me. All around you, yeah. oh, absolutely. So when you got started, tell us, what did mommy and daddy say? What was, what was the family support like? The thing is, my family is just the definition of supportive. Amazing. We're always here for one another because business is nothing new to us. My sister as well, she's older than me. She has her own business. We also had our own business together a couple of months ago, um, I think early 2020. So for us, business is, business is something that's almost generational and yeah. expected in its own way. And so my parents were like, okay, so you're going to start this business. How are you going to do it? Show us your plan. Show us the steps that you're going to take in order to make it not just successful in your eyes, but successful in other people's eyes as well. And so they're just a, a brilliant guiding hand and so supportive and loving as always. Wonderful. And this is something we always ask our kidpreneurs. 
how do you balance running a business and you're running two with school? Because we know that school is the most important thing right now in your life. How do you balance it all? All right, for sure. So education for me is something very, very special. I take education probably more seriously than a lot of people do. I have a, a deep love for it. But I also see how business can can positively impact my education in its own way because of the skills I'm learning from running these businesses. So the simple solution is have a planner. I currently have maybe three notebooks on my desk. <laughs> for the listeners who can't see, I have three notebooks on my desk and each one is its own sort of planner. So right. I'll be showing, okay, I have these homework tasks for this week. And then in another one, I have these tasks for this business, these tasks for that business. I put their according times next to each other, the amount of time I think I will take to complete them. Um, it's it's urgency level. So mm -hmm. if it's um, creativity blends, that's not as important necessarily as fulfilling current orders. And so um, it's just a matter of mix matching and making sure that all of my different tasks perfectly align with one another. And that I also still have free time left at the end of the day because your mental health matters. Yes. Absolutely, and you gotta get that reading in and that writing in. <laughs> Excellent, I love that Auntie Avril. She has three different planners, and this helps her to organize her time, organize her day. She prioritizes what is most important. I absolutely love it. And Amanda, I just want to share from my book, the book that I wrote for younger kids. So this is a little below your age group. This is for five to eleven, so more primary level students. Mm -hmm. And at the back, we have some kid resources. And the first kid resource is a checklist. And it's very similar to your plan where it's really just helping a child to organize their thoughts and to understand like for this particular week, and I even put it for this week or for this month, what it is that I'm trying to achieve. And I put five items and for them to complete. And again, the guide is to be done with parents to assist mm -hmm. their children. But I agree with you that having a planner and creating some type of time management system is the only way to keep yourself on top of all things. So again, I applaud you, I think that's wonderful. I just wanna add something actually about that checklist. It's very, it's great that you put a checklist on there because there's actually a psychological factor behind checklists. So once you have those lists of tasks and you have that cute little box that you can fill in with a tick, it makes you feel good. Yes. If you take one of those things off, it makes you feel it good, does. it makes you feel productive, and hence motivated as you keep going. So yes, love the checklist. Absolutely. Thank you, my darling. All right. So, Auntie Avril, what questions do you have for this little kid, this kidpreneur, this <laughs> teenpreneur, teenpreneur <laughs> in, in action? <laughs> Amanda, I'm really interested in the challenges you had starting up. Were there any challenges and how did you, I won't say overcome, go through them because you have to go through them. How was that? All right. So I guess the biggest challenge for me was marketing. Now, I am a self-proclaimed nerd. Social media and I aren't necessarily the best of friends. Do I really understand how it works? Maybe not. Am I the great at taking, am I that great at taking um, promotional pictures? Maybe not. Because <laughs> um, my, my uh, definition of a great time is sitting in front of my laptop coding or reading a book. Reading a book. So marketing was not at the top of my list. I had to learn, um, I read some articles online, I watched some YouTube videos, I spoke to my sister who actually does social media management, like, hey, 
how do I promote my products so that not only are people getting the essence of what I do, which is very important, I want it to be stressed, that is organic loose leaf tea, but also that they feel excited by what I'm selling, that they want to share it with others. So that was hands down my biggest challenge, marketing. Yeah. yeah, we hear that all the time. Auntie Abel and I, we hear that from the parents, from the kidpreneurs. How do you do the marketing? Because the business idea tends to come quite easily. Mm-hmm. The implementation, again, tends to flow quite easily. But to get the marketing out there, how do you drive it? How do you get the sales? Mm-hmm. And again, the challenge of growing your followers on Instagram or Facebook yes. or TikTok, you know, growing these followers, your YouTube, you know, <laughs> how do you grow your followers? So that's something that we always, we always tend to talk about as well in, in our, um, on our podcast, because a lot of the time there is that challenge. But again, I have a tip in the book that, um, that I can share with you. That is mm-hmm. one of the things that we do. I mean, I think that that's something we need to probably focus on a little more anti-average yes. next time. You know, I can um, do some more research on it. And maybe we can bring in um, your sister, the social media expert. Yeah. Or yeah, to kind of share with us, because that's one of the things that I think that um, we need to, we need to fully understand some more because growing your followers is is so important Mm -hmm. because again, that leads to eventually maybe you're doing endorsement deals, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, so there's a lot of different things. You can become a brand ambassador. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of other components and spill-offs from that. So it's actually tip six in, in our book and it's promoting your brand. And one of the things I had suggested is, you know, with social media, you can always um, use influencers, yes. social media influencers to promote. You can ask bloggers, mm-hmm. bloggers, you know, to promote and actually give you um, a shout out. And the most important thing as well is sometimes you just have to hire an expert. Right, Auntie? Yes. Auntie Avril? Yes. Sometimes you just have to hire an expert because the social media can take up a lot of your time. And a lot of these things, as you said, you're a sole trader, you're running two businesses. Sometimes you you have school, you're going to have to focus. Sometimes you might just have to hire an expert. And that's as Mm -hmm. as the business grows and, you know, gets more developed and established and you have a little income put aside, you can actually pay somebody to take over these different services for you but yeah we completely understand so tell us what motivates you each day and when you wake up in the morning what gets you out of bed and gets you going each day really it's it's it all comes back to the tea if i'm being completely honest when i wake up most times i go to the kitchen put my kettle on the stove make a cup of tea and i just take a minute to reflect yeah i just think about where i am currently where i was and also where i want to be I'm motivated not just by that, but I'm a I'm an obsessive idea generator. For me, ideas are something that are so influential in our lives and are just so ingrained within my own life. And so I wake up each morning, I think about the ideas I already have implemented, my Kitty Cody and my Sips by Rod, but I also look at how those will become stepping stones for the future of my ideas, so wherever that will take me. Because this is Kitty Coding and Sips by Rod, this is just the start. This just, isn't where this entrepreneur, teenpreneur ends. I, I have the rest of my life to do incredible things, and this is just the beginning. So that, absolutely. So you tell us about kid, kitty coding. All right. So I was not. I didn't plan for kitty coding actually. That one came as a little bit of a surprise. So one of my other godmothers was having a lunch with was having lunch with my mom, and was like, "Hey, Amanda likes to code, right?" And my mom was like, "Uh, yes." 
and like what would you think about amanda coming and teaching my kids how to code so mom brings the idea back to me i'm at first a little bit stressed i once again self-proclaimed nerd my social skills are not necessarily the best i wasn't sure <laughs> how well i would be able to um, communicate with these kids but i'm like you know what life is about taking risks let me go ahead and take this one so I set up a lesson plan, which was which really made me happy because I love spreadsheets and color coding stuff. So made up my lesson plan, went to the first lesson, and I realized, wait, I love this. Yes, you're natural. You are natural. And then when you had asked, hey, could you do the same with my kids? I'm like, sure. No more, no more hesitation, no more doubt, because I realized I enjoy teaching. I enjoy sharing information with others and I enjoy that smile on their face when they realize, hey, I can actually do it. So yeah, kitty coding was a mistake, but I love that mistake. <laughs> yes, and you see that Auntie Avril also anywhere an entrepreneurial idea can come and develop. So yeah, Amanda, up to yesterday, Gray said to me, Mommy, when is Amanda coming back? I need to do I need to do my coding. You know? Amanda does does our math and coding with my son Gray and um, and he, she's not gonna start with five year old summer with math mm -hmm. because summer is showing a very good interest in strong interest in math. So it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. And one of the things that I notice about the kids to Amanda is they react and respond so well to you. And I think it's because you're you can meet them on their level. You know, you don't come across as a as a as a stern teacher that walks it. You know, when you come in, you're really relaxed. Like, they absolutely love that. So yesterday, Grace said to me, "Mommy, when is Amanda coming out in recording?" <laughs> and that's that's really the thing. I think of teaching less as a superior inferior sort of thing, and more as in we're equals. We're almost friends. And I know that that's not what a lot of teachers do. They think that you have to have some sort of boundaries. I just broke those walls down, broke those boundaries down, because I find that the best way, especially when teaching young kids, is to make them know, hey, I'm also a kid. I was a kid at one point, too. I understand how you work, and I'm not going to make you feel like you're less than in this situation when really you could be the one that's greater than. So instead, let me empower you. Let's be friends, because when you're friends, that's when the knowledge really sinks in. So, yeah. I agree. I love that, Auntie Arvin. Let's be friends. Yeah, yeah. because that's <laughs> when they'll share, though. That's when they'll share more. They'll feel more exactly. comfortable. You've transferred some of the powers, so they feel like pairs. Exactly. They feel like equals. And that's when mm -hmm. they open up more, and you'll get to understand, okay, this is where she's stuck. This is where he's stuck, because they're so comfortable with you. So that's, that's a mm -hmm. great, that's a great technique. So Amanda, what would you say to other kidpreneurs, other teenpreneurs, they're, 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 they have an idea, they want to get started, but they're not sure, you know, about what to do or if they should do it. What would you say to encourage them? It's friends. It's, it's a simple thing, really. It's all about tackling that mental barrier. So that idea that you have in the shower, write it down, underline, put it in red, give that an exclamation mark, that idea that you have at 12 p.m., do the same, that idea that you have in the car, in the backyard, write it down and do it. It's, it's all about taking that first step. And there are always gonna be people who tell you, mm, are you sure, or yes. something already exists like that. Come on, guys, you know how you can make your own special you know that you are the one who has the most belief and faith in your idea and that's mm -hmm. all that truly matters so just just start 
And even if it crashes and burns, at least you know that you did start and you're gonna learn some really great things from the entire experience. So don't let anybody hold you back. Just keep, just keep swimming. tend to hear again you know podcast after podcast after podcast we are just do it just start because you're, you're always going to be naysayers there's always going to be doubt there's always going to be fear everybody feels it everybody has it but you just have to start and once you you take the leap of faith and you say let me let me see if this can work you will see and sometimes it works as you said and sometimes it doesn't and if it doesn't then there's a lesson to be learned and also it's I think for me, what helped to tackle that fear, because I'm, I'm also a fearful person. I'm just laying all my vulnerabilities yeah. on the table today, it seems. One thing that really, really helps for me is having a detailed plan of how I'm going to start this business. Because there's a difference between saying I want to start a tea business, and there's a difference between that and saying, okay, here is where I can start sourcing the products, here is how I'm going to market the product. Here is how I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Because once you have a plan, everything seems more achievable. It seems more realistic. And suddenly you find that fear cowering in the back of your mind. Suddenly everything becomes possible. So make a plan, make it detailed, and you'll see your fear go away. Yeah, and that's, that's another good point too, Amanda, where you said uh, it's different to doing a tea business, which is a product, so buying and selling a product, uh, mm -hmm. right? making and selling a product versus mm -hmm. the coding kitty coding business because you're not providing a service exactly so yeah again it's, a, it's, a, it's that difference that you have to um kind of look at and you have to market and you have to package in a mm -hmm. different way but again you're learning as you go along of course i love the I love, I love the idea of, of of jotting down that idea as it, it mm -hmm. comes to mind just jot it down and, and, and work at it and having a detailed plan because with ariane when she said she wanted to create merch, I'm like, girl, you're six. Where are you getting the money from? Where will you get that money from? And she's like, well, mommy, you are going to lend me the money. And when the merch starts selling, I will pay you back. I'm like, but gee, this six-year-old, what is she? She wants a loan. She wants that seed capital. She wants me to sow into the, and then, and she's speaking it out there. She's not saying, and if. She's like, and when her words were just so powerful, how could I have said no? So that detailed plan, you know, startup capital, getting the trademark done, getting the business registered, getting material to make the thing. So I really, really love those tips, Amanda. I really do. I really do. And also, um, what what I'm hearing also from what you're you're saying is that you're a supportive parent. Yeah. That's another thing that's really, really important in this process. Because as I was saying earlier, I know whatever idea I come up with, whether it's be so far fetched yeah. or something that is easily attainable, I know my parents have my back. And that level of support once again helps that fear to diminish and helps that thought in the shower to become an actual business. So yeah, supportive parents for those kidpreneurs. Uh, thank you, Amanda. You're absolutely right. Like even that this no back to school time, I had a, a couple of of um of, of customers ask, you know, 
will there be no that the kids are back to school? Can we get cookies? Can we still order cookies? You know, so I said, yes, <laughs> but because, but, but I mean, we have to just, you know, bake in the free time, we have to do it to order, you know, as I mean, mm-hmm. we have to work on the kids' schedule. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, as you said, you know, we're supportive, but at the same time, you know, we keep the children to focus on, on the different areas that are most important. Yes. Amazing. I want to learn a little bit more about Amanda. So I'm going to yeah. play this game. It's, it's yeah. would you rather, I do it as an adult too. So here we go. Would you rather to create a new language mm-hmm. or a new country? Okay, so I'm going to um, do my own interpretation <laughs> of language. <laughs> I guess the, a regular person would think language as in French, English, Spanish. I would like to make a new programming language. Ooh, I like that. So I would make my own programming language so that coding would be something more accessible easy and just simple to get into and to inspire kids so new programming language for me all right would you rather lose your vision or your Mm -hmm. hearing or hearing Hmm. for me it would have to be vision because my ears are what are listening to the environment around me and i know that sounds a bit weird you thought you would think that your eyes are doing it but there are so many different sounds so many different messages so many different things that i just have to hear and when you hear something it's different from when you see it in my opinion when I hear something it's almost like music it's it's like this this wave this experience instead of just seeing something and okay it's green it's this but when you hear something it's how does this make me feel yeah if that makes sense yeah it does it does it does would you rather be without the internet for a week or without your phone I think I know that one based on what you said pretty easy easy one would you rather cash or gifts hmm i think it would have to be cash because i like to do investments as well that's not a business but it's just something i do in my free time and so with cash i can then be investing in stocks for my future and then in the future i can buy myself the gifts that the cash would have bought so yeah Amazing, amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yes, the our entrepreneur today, Amanda Rodriguez. Amanda, before we go, before you go, we want to hear, we want to hear a little bit about your future plans. What's next for Amanda Rodriguez? It's six by rods, six by rod, and your kitty coding business. Please mention about what's happening with the Haiti initiative. All right, so. Big news, everyone. We all know what was happening to our Caribbean neighbor, Haiti. We saw the earthquake. We saw just how devastating it was. Haiti has been struggling for decades. And so in in pairing with Sips by Rod's main aim, which is to help make tea accessible and just to help in general, Sips by Rod will be donating every single dollar of profit for the months of September and October to help Haiti recover. Because Sips by Rod is not about the profit. That's not what it is about. Sips by Rod is about helping others. And so this is our first plan. And I think actually, I think this might continue. I think every month after October, we'll just find somewhere else to give the money. Amazing. It's starting with Haiti, but we'll see where else it goes. And in terms of kitty coding, kitty coding for me is 
a very spontaneous business. So I can't necessarily give you a step-by-step -step breakdown of where I see it going. All I know is I want to reach more children, help more children, and just get them better at coding. But now, outside of those two businesses, I'm also working on a coding project, which might turn out to be something that I um, that I have on the store or something similar. So this is going to be months in the making, though. But I am currently learning about machine learning. And for people who don't know what that is, which I know is probably a lot of people. <laughs> I know what is machine learning? Um, it's basically about providing a, a system with a whole bunch of data. And using that data, the system can then um, make predictions of stuff. And so what I'll be doing with that is creating a sort of digital wardrobe sort of situation where you take a picture of your clothes, the system will be able to identify what type of clothing it is. It will add it to the system. And have you guys watched the movie Clueless? Clueless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, has this, it has this wardrobe uh, situation where it shows you pictures of tops, bottoms, and shoes, and you can just scroll between them to choose what your outfit for the day would be. So I'll be doing something similar, but with machine learning. So the app would be intelligent, modern, and that's all I'll say for now, but there'll be other features. So yeah. Oh my goodness. Talk about the future technology innovation. This girl coder is just on it. I love it. And you know what blew me away. And you know, I have my charity, you know, I have the EORO foundation, Anthony Cole is registered there in Jamaica, registered here in the United States. And so when I hear, you know, our Amanda's heart for giving and, and saying that her tea is not about, oh, making the money, it's about purpose. It's, 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 it's my why. And my why, we will bring the money, but my why is what I focus on. That's that. It just gives me goose pimples. I'm absolutely amazed. And, and I'm glad that every idea is not being wasted. Mm -hmm. Right? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really encouraged, actually. As a 43-year-old with, with the next step that I'm going to take, because I'm writing book number two, right? Because I've written one before and I'm like, ah, oh. and you know, sometimes the imposter syndrome comes in and you're like, ah, are they going to like this? And I edit and words and, you know, so I'm, I'm really being inspired by you. It's, it's amazing. I know you're inspiring a lot of children out there. Thank you. Uh, we just love speaking with you. We love hearing your story, your journey thus far. We know that you're going to do uh, continue to do amazing things. And we just want to encourage you like you've encouraged and inspired us this evening. And um, we want to just ask you before you go to share with us your Instagram handles and where we can find more information on the products and services that you offer. All right, so you can email me at sipsbyrod at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at sipsbyrod. We don't currently have any handles for kitty coding, but you can email. Let me just confirm the email address. Yes, you can email me at codingja, kitty spelled K-I-D-D-I-E, and coding with a K, so K-I-D-D-I-E-K-O-D-I-N-G. JA at gmail.com. Fabulous. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Our Capepreneur in Action this episode. Amanda Rodriguez, 17 years old, out of Kingston, Jamaica. Amanda, just before you go, share with us all the countries that you have lived in. You're, you're only 17 years old, but you've lived in multiple countries. Share with us before you go. 
All right. I lived in the United States. I lived in Indonesia. I lived in Rwanda. I lived in Kenya. And now I'm moving back here in Jamaica. <laughs> Can you imagine, as you, as you have a 17 years old, right? I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much and all the very best. All right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Auntie Avril, well, what can I say? These kidpreneurs are just so inspiring. Every podcast, we learn so much more. Every podcast, we grow. And we just, the information, you know, that is shared. And we as mompreneurs, we go, wow. Yes. These kids are doing amazing things. Again, just love being here. Just love being here with you and just experiencing and enjoying this journey together. And it's, and if, you know, if we'll be honest, like these kids and, and, and I mean, these children are so open and honest. And so when you listen to them, you learn so much. They're not afraid of certain things of seeing what is on their mind. And I, I, I love this safe space that we've created for them to just, you know, be open and share their heart and their vulnerabilities and their ideas. And, you know, it's just amazing. And I'm inspired. And, you know, I know these inspiring stories will encourage our listeners, you know, and as they think about starting their own business or their kids' businesses, you know, I, I'm, I'm really inspired. Absolutely. And, you know, when Amanda was sharing, she spoke about so many important things and one in particular that stood out for me was the planning. And she said, you know, I have three planners. I write things down. Before I'm going to get started, I write down a detailed plan as to how I'm going to get started. And that's really, really important. And again, it's, it's in my book at the back with the, with the checklist. Mm -hmm. It's really to just jot things down so that you can get your mind focused, you can get your mind organized. It eliminates the fear, it reduces the doubt, and it gives you an outline as to the way in which you want to start something. So we just encourage our listeners or kidpreneurs or aspiring kidpreneurs, those kids with great business ideas who are not sure what they want to do with this, the parents who may see their kids with a particular talent or gift, not sure if they want to encourage their children to step out into the world of entrepreneurship. We absolutely want to inspire you and encourage you to just do it. We hear it time after time on our podcast. We hear it from our kidpreneurs in action. Just do it. Take that first step. And get started and something that i found really interesting at the avril was in um august of this year i heard about a kidpreneurship day wow. in Cayman. Yeah. it was actually a friend of mine it was on facebook she was sharing her child was being interviewed for the kidpreneurship day and i went online and i did some research and it's actually called lemonade day in Cayman, oh. the cayman islands it was celebrated on august 21st and it's just such an awesome, awesome way to teach children about about kidpreneurship. Yes. That says days back with a fun day that helps teach our youth how to start and own and operate their very own business, a lemonade stand. It's such a cool pretty idea, cool. right? Pretty, yeah. So basically, you register, you sign up, you get all, and you, and you set up your own lemonade stand. It all culminates on the twenty first. Of accommodated on the 21st of August and there are kids across the island that set up their lemonade stands and once they had registered then they would be interviewed on the different that media houses participating for that day. I think that is such a cool initiative and that's something that I think would be amazing for us to do here in Jamaica I think having so a, mantra, a, mantra, a kidpreneurship 
day where kids can come out. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a lemonade stand. It can be anything. I mean, as you can see, our kidpreneurs are so innovative yes. and creative and have their own ideas. It can be anything, but a kidpreneurship day for them to share and express themselves and get the opportunity to learn what it is like to sell something that they have created. Absolutely. That's, that would be an amazing idea, I think, for Jamaica. Amazing idea. We should explore it. Absolutely. There's so many, so many cool ideas, just, you know, inspiring ideas that come out of the show, and we just absolutely love it. Again, we want to thank today our Kickpreneur in Action, Amanda Rodriguez, 17 years old, out of Kingston, Jamaica, but as she shared, she's lived all over the world. She's had all these amazing experiences, and she's in Jamaica now, and she has her tea business, Sips by Rod. It's an organic loose leaf tea business, and she also has her kiddie coding business for children interested in excelling in mathematics and learning computer programming and coding. What a wonderful interview we had. We learned so much, and we just want to say to the amazing young lady and her kidpreneurship journey, we wish you all the very, very best. Amanda, thanks so much for inspiring us. We really enjoyed hearing about your journey today, and we wish you continued success. Kidpreneurs are everywhere, making their mark on the world. If you know a kidpreneur who you would like us to interview, please drop us a line, send us an email at info at yumskids.com, and that's yum spelled Y-U-M-Z, kids spelled K-I-D-Z dot com. So that's info at yumskids.com, or follow us on Instagram. My handle is at Nix2020. And my IG handle is at Avril Scarlett, A-V-R-I-L-S-C-A-R-L-E-T-T. We hope these inspiring stories will encourage you and your kids in their businesses. Until next time, keep dreaming.